Today's podcast is brought to you by Audible.com. Get a free audiobook download and a 30-day free trial at www.audibletrial.com slash cheap seat reviews with over 150,000 titles to choose from for your iPhone, Android, Kindle, or MP3 player. Also, iTunes. Want to help us out? Well, go to www.cheapseatreviews.com, click on the iTunes button, purchase anything you want, and a small portion of that will go to the podcast to help us make this fine program that you know and love. Now, I ain't cheap, but I can't be had. My minimum price for taking a stranded woman to a telephone was $400. Will you take $375 in traveler's checks? American Express? Of course. Not a deal. We interrupt this program to bring you a special report. This is Cheap Seat Reviews. Well, hello, and thank you for listening to Cheap Seat Reviews, the international podcast that explores the Hollywood film industry for the greater good. This is episode 62, and today we are talking about 1984's Romancing the Stone. I am Sean Orrit, and joining me tonight is Chad. Look at those snappers. Evans? Yes, look at those snappers. I really enjoy those snappers. I can, can again, again, can I say how great Game of Thrones is? I'm just going to go ahead and put that out there. <laughs> okay. <laughs> we should talk more about Game of Thrones. No, well, we can, but not tonight. Um, <clears throat> maybe we should do our own Game of Thrones podcast. How fun would that be? The perspective of one person who hates it, me. And then Opie dies. And then, yeah, and then, someone, <laughs> and then I get killed. So, you yeah. know. Um, uh, Cornelius, soon. How soon? Real soon. Logan? You better bring that damn boat back right now. I'm going to cut you. <laughs> okay. <laughs> and Sam, T is for trustworthy vector. <laughs> Listen, I've got a Xerox machine I can sell you. It makes copies of giant maps. The Xerox machine, you can take it anywhere you want it to go, as long as you have an extension cord. But a Xerox machine big enough to... To copy giant maps. That's awesome. And hopefully it yeah. won't be broken. <laughs> uh, well, great. It's well, only because, uh, you know, you photocopy too many uh, butt cheeks on there. Yeah. Yeah, at least, uh, you know. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> yes. Other way, Sam. Other way. Oh, my gosh. Um, <laughs> this is great for radio, by the way. Um for those of you wondering why we're giggling like small children, <laughs> Sam finally has a laptop with a working webcam. Congratulations. Welcome to 1999, Sam Vector. It's Chad's. Chad's uh, yeah, exactly. Laptop. And it's not even yours. It's Chad's. So now I, we all, all of us can now look at Sam and be and whatever. Be equally creeped out as we were before. Be amused. Yeah. Are yeah. you not entertained? <laughs> oh. Sam Vector. Uh-oh. And we're back. Uh, yeah, That's we pretty, are. Pretty much well perfect. <laughs> <clears throat> so let's. I've, yeah, that's fine. I don't care. 
Yeah, so let's dive into a big, uh, big comfy chair uh, that looks the uh, the Diablo's chair and uh, dive into this show. El Calcio Diablo. That's right, El Calcio Diablo. Why not? I'm gonna go with that. Chat. Uh, I'll allow it. Okay, good. Ha! Finally got one. Uh, so, uh, Romancing the Stone, 1984's Romancing the Stone. Stone? That was weird. Stone. Stone. Romancing the Stone. Romancing the Stone. If you've never heard of this movie, ask your mother. She probably watched it. Um, I didn't know where you're going with it. Ask your mother. She watched it with me last night. Yeah, no, no. Uh, my mom watched this. That's the only reason why I even know that it exists. Um, but what about you guys, Sam, Chad? Um, Did you guys? I mean, we'll, we'll obviously do the the thing. But anyway, um, uh, but before we do the thing, we're gonna do this little thing. Romancing the stone. A romance writer sets off to Columbia to ransom her kidnapped sister and soon finds herself in the middle of a dangerous adventure. <laughs> <laughs> Catherine was clearly in a good mood when she recorded that one. Um, so, yeah. Clearly. Um, clearly. So, Chad, when was the last time you've seen it? Have you ever seen it before? Um, then, you know, go. Uh, I have never seen this film before. Uh, so, when I watched it over the weekend, this was the first and probably only time that I will see this <laughs> <There> film. <laughs> um, it wasn't necessarily bad to to say. Okay, maybe maybe it was. Yeah, um, <laughs> That might be yeah. fair to say. Like, I, I, I think the best part about it was the cat. <laughs> oh my gosh. <laughs> I like the cat the best. That was in two scenes. Alright. <laughs> um... But uh, I, I just couldn't get over the whole, you know, the plot. One. There was a plot? I, 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 really, I really just don't know what to say. Um, well, hopefully you do. Well, I'll figure it out. Okay. Um, how she ended up with the Well, I know how she ended up with the map. But, you know, why, why the cliche of she has to be the one that brings it down to Columbia? Can't she just stick it back in the mail? <laughs> but that's but return yeah. to sender and be okay cool here you go but they can't risk it being lost in the mail that's a whole another movie yeah i think actually <laughs> that's lost in the mail it's like the that would be the fourth one or something i don't know because they made another one of these <clears throat> they did yep jewel, the jewel nile they even had a script written for a third one but they couldn't get funding yeah <laughs> There was a map to go find that script, and no one wanted to do it. That's right. No, yeah. <laughs> no one wanted to see it. But, yeah, um, I, I really didn't much care for it. Uh, I didn't like it so much. All right. Corny? Oh, yes, did the Leon Phelps. And uh, the only thing I enjoyed about this movie was uh, just the lovely ladies that were in it, except it was just one, and she wasn't that lovely. So that's okay. <laughs> but... Uh, <laughs> No, um, but she was desperate. She, she was desperate, and I do love my desperate ladies. Um, I, I, I want to not like this movie, but it made me laugh because it was so bad. So now I'm in the, if I really need, need something to laugh at, if I'm not having a great day, I, I could see this being in the rotation of movies I would do that with. This would also include uh, uh, Beverly Hills Cop 2 or 3. Um <clears throat> So one this those, is going to go into one of those, one of those, you know, that rotation of one, one of those films that you watch once a month, right? No, no, no. <laughs> once every two months. 
I don't, I don't feel that bad that often. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, no, I mean, so I have a hard time hating the movie, but man, it, 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 was, it was bad enough to be funny. So. All right. Okay. Uh, Sam. All right. So I've never seen the movie before. Um, don't really want to again. Um, I could see how this movie could have been interesting. In fact, there was times when I thought, you know, if even just the soundtrack was different, if you added a totally different soundtrack to this movie, it would have been a whole lot better. Um, but then again, some of the camera angles, some of the editing, it just did not, didn't really make sense. Um, was completely taken out of the movie when uh, when Michael Douglas swings on the vine into the, the rocks and you can literally see the foam rocks moving <laughs> when he lands. Did anybody notice that? Uh-huh. And uh, it just, I was not real impressed. Um, I never bought Michael Douglas as a, I don't know, great white hunter or something, right? Is that um, racist? Though he happens to be black. Right. <laughs> oh, wait. No, that's another movie. Nice. It's a movie well I don't done. think we've been able to, to get up, have we? Congo? No, we did. Yeah, we yeah, did. Congo. Congo. Stop eating right. my sesame cake. Oh, yeah. I mean, <laughs> yeah. Jeez. So I, I didn't really. Stop eating my sesame there. cake. There it is. It just took me a second. I, I didn't like it. Um, it's that typical, it's early 80s, right? 84. Mm-hmm. The magical 84. year. How about that rotary phone? <laughs> rotary phone, <laughs> saxophone uh, music. No, no, um, not just saxophone music. 80s. Kenny G, eighties saxophone music. Yeah, and uh, and and gunfire that sounds like it was. It's about five miles away from where it's actually being fired. Um, <laughs> not to mention the the sound editing. You know, I kept thinking, you know, did Sean do this movie? I know, right? Because <laughs> it was just. <laughs> The boom was not only under the horse; it was six feet under the ground of the horse. The, 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 the ricochet gunfire. Like, oh God! G- bullets don't ricochet off of trees. <laughs> you know, they, they do in Colombia. Well, they do in eighties movies. They're making that that bang, ching, chong, ching. Yeah, I mean, pew 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 pew. pew, pew, pew. <laughs> like, and they're bouncing off trees and leaves and stuff. Like, whatever. <laughs> It's 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 not a good, it's not a well made film. It's do, doesn't stand to the test up to the test of time, and uh, it, uh, it. I don't even know if a remake would work of something like this. I'm, but I gotta give it props because these are the types of movies I actually kind of do enjoy. The action flicks that aren't um, serious. They don't take themselves too seriously. Yeah, yeah. But it just wasn't written well. Wasn't directed well. I, I was I was disappointed. <clears throat> Okay, so I, I'm I'm in the I'm now in the position of trying to be the one to defend this movie, <laughs> only because of the nostalgicness behind it. You know, like I'm not saying that the three of us didn't like uh, Beverly Hills Cop because I think we all did, but it would be like that for you, Corny. Like if the three of us didn't like it, but you did because of the reasons you have. I wouldn't, so, give a, I wouldn't give a damn. I, I like this movie for only because this was a movie that I watched with my mom a lot. Because mom was, my mom was big into those trashy love novels. She probably has, I mean, we could probably fill Sam's Jeep with how many of these love, no, love novels that she has. And 
So this movie was fun for her because the movie is about a trashy love novelist who gets involved into a trashy love novel. So that that's kind of the appeal. And for whatever reason, the dumb gags work on me. And uh. maybe because <laughs> the, the Pratt fall that Danny DeVito does is he's reaching for the wanted poster. That was funny. That Ira... The, the 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 brother or the cousin or whatever he was of Danny DeVito, he's like a cartoon character. He was a terrible actor, and I thought he was funny every time he was on screen. And the bad guy Zolo was also like a cartoon character, and he made me laugh, especially when that weird noise happened every time his face was on TV. It, like those things made me laugh, and maybe they're not supposed to make me laugh. Some of them. But, again, I, I don't know. Now, I'm also here to say that this is not a very well-made movie. Uh, uh, it doesn't hold up very well. Though, Sam, um, the Academy Award, the Academy would um, argue with your editing because this was nominated for an Oscar for Best Film <sighs> Editing. Um, Suck I, it, Sam. Yeah, I also don't have issue with the direction. And that's not just because it's a Robert Zemeckis film, and I love the movie he did next year, which was Back to the Future. Um, And I actually think this movie helped him do Back to the Future because this movie has some physical as well as some other types of comedy that that movie also has that that worked in Back to the Future. Um, because I could kind of see some of the similarities, or am I am I on am I alone on the boat that's not coming back? Um, I think he perfected the the slap not slapstick comedy, but the comedy stuff that he tried mm-hmm. in this movie, um, and he did it just in time to make a very good Back to the Future movie. That's true. Uh, I would agree with that. I also think that the writing isn't very good. Um, the dialogue is real dumb. Uh, I'm with you. I think Sam. I can't buy Michael Douglas as a hero. No, um, he's too pasty. Well, forget that he's pasty. Well, no, but that's actually a good, fair point. Yeah, he's been living, been living out in the... Columbia forever. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I'm yeah. sorry. He's he pasty. Be... Yeah, he should look more like me. Yeah, it's fair actually. <laughs> um, I actually well, didn't... he's in the jungle a lot. I mean, he gets a lot of shade. Shade, I guess. Shade. A lot of shade. I hadn't really thought about it, but he should. In fact, he should look like what his character from Ghost in the Darkness looked like. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah and I was going to mention that too. Yeah, that's the Michael Douglas I could I could see being the, like I said, the Great White Hunter right. of this <laughs> of this film, and and he would have been fun as that character. One yeah. star review from Great White Hunters. Right, is that a thing anymore? Uh, let's hope not. Um, <clears throat> uh, they're all in Central Africa, which isn't a real place. Um, uh, no, yeah, you know what? I'm kidding, of course. Uh, no, you're right. And the other thing I have, I have, so my other issue with Michael Douglas is that he married Catherine Zeta Jones. Uh, no, bravo to him, actually. <laughs> yes. Uh, if he can well, do Isn't she like two decades his junior? Oh, yeah, absolutely. Like nice. Saturday Night Live was making fun of that like 10 years ago. That's true. <laughs> I remember there was this scene like where she's on Celebrity Jeopardy or something, and she was like, Michael, honey, the, the the diapers are in the bathroom and the baby diapers are under the sink, you know, so. <laughs> but he's going to be an Ant-Man, so good job yeah. for him. Uh, but I just, I don't know, whenever I see him, he always looks sweaty and dirty, and I just, I don't want to be around him. Like, I just feel like <laughs> if I was near him, he would just smell bad. 
as his character or as Michael Douglas in general? I think Michael Douglas just, I think he smells like scotch and bad cigars. I can sense that. Bad cigars I, I see it more of a cigarette smell. No, maybe, yeah. Well, that's what I mean, like bad cigars. I mean, not like those nice, those nice sweet smelling ones. Like, I mean, like just tarry, just gross, just, I don't know. All right, let's oh, go ahead. Oh, so you're talking about uh, basically Detroit cigars. Yeah, pretty much Detroit cigars. They're real dirty. There's dust all over them. <laughs> so let's go ahead and I just want to throw it out there. Kathleen Turner. Is she attractive to us or no? Does does she <laughs> or is she collectively, collectively probably not? But I I was a fan. Listen, if you're you in know, the, in the s- jungle for six months without seeing a single soul, <laughs> she's pretty hot. That's fair. I mean, but we're not that. <laughs> you know, like I get why Michael Douglas is like, hey, hey, yeah. you're, you're, the, you're the, you know, my birds were the closest thing I had to a female. So how you doing? Actually, those playboys he had in the yeah. in his truck. Yeah, I think that good, from good a nostalgic Joey. point of view, I mean, we all grew up, you know, during during that time, and and that was a sense of beauty at one point in time. Um, of course, us growing up in the '80s was the we were really, really young. Um, Same was thirty. But I think, from a nostalgic point of view, I think that she would be hot. But is she hot now, Sam? Yeah, you're, yeah. She's your contemporary. What do you What do you say? Uh, Sam crashed. Perfect. Oh, oh no, there he is. Oh. Oh, I'm here. Oh, he's back. <laughs> um, I'd say if you switched her hairstyle to a modern style, I think she'd be attractive. So here's I'll my. I think the big, the big '80s hair that she has in this movie does not make her uh, attractive in our eyes. Oh, well, who's transforming? That was my chair. Oh, okay. My no, chair. it sounded like little. See. It sounded like uh, Skype was doing that thing again. But we're not 45 minutes in, so we should be good. My issue with Kathleen Turner is this, and this is totally a me thing, but. I have more memory of her as Chandler's father from Friends than anything else. So my mind keeps telling me that she's a man. She's a man, baby. Yeah. Exactly. And so and she's... Einhorn is Finkel. Right. Finkel is Einhorn. Right. Wow. We went from uh, Austin Powers to Ace Ventura. They're the same character. logical. That's actually kind of fair. But they... uh, So whenever she talks in this movie... Like she kind of has a mannish voice, and I just had a problem with. Dude, it you've got a problem. It you. really is. I'm just sitting here going, Michael Douglas is on top of her naked. I'm like, you better watch. What well, you got to think? There. What did Michael Douglas played? Uh, uh, not paparazzi. What do you call him? In the behind the Cabalabra on no HBO. Idea. Uh, the, the Liberace. 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 Really? Was it Liberace. So um, it makes it. Interesting uh, couple there in the middle of the jungle. Yeah, yeah. So, I don't know. I, she's an attractive woman. I mean, I'm not saying she's unattractive. I'm just. Saying, I don't think we uh, any of us would kick her out of bed. Uh, uh, not 1984 version. No, that's yeah. illegal in all states, Sam. Yeah, <laughs> except for you, because you're ancient. <laughs> so. Uh, so anyway, there we go. There's the uh, slightly inappropriate part of the podcast. Um, oh, just one, huh? <laughs> That's just the first part. Um, but so this movie it has one of my favorite tropes. This movie doesn't exist without. If, if cell phones existed, this movie is five minutes long. 
Yeah. You know, she gets off the airport into uh, out of the airport into third world airport. Holy crap! <laughs> it wasn't and just it was more the, like fourth world. That airport. airport was Detroit. Right. I mean, it was like a Detroit airport. Like she walked off the plane, and like there was women with pigs and babies, and there were police <laughs> running somewhere, and somebody else was getting in a fight. I'm pretty sure there was a beer bottle thrown at one point. It was like, where in the hell is she? Like I know Columbia, in our eyes in 1984, was this. Horrible, horrible place, but holy shit. I mean, she's not even out of the airport yet. She hasn't even gotten to the sign that says, Welcome to Columbia. Um, anyway, if she gets off the phone and pulls out her smartphone, like, you know what I'm saying? Like, Hi, I'm landed. Yeah, I'm here. Okay, great. We'll, we'll be there in a few to pick you up. So here's my other issue with the movie. Now that I've watched this with the CR, uh, CSR glasses on. Why doesn't Danny DeVito, when he sees them later, just go up to her and say, hey, you're supposed to meet me. I've got your sister. Let's go. Instead of all that weird cloak and dagger trying to hide getting beat up by the old lady, which is hilarious. <laughs> Watching him get slapped by that old woman. But, like, I never got that. She's walking to the phone. Just walk up to her and be like, hey, we got your sister. I got a gun in my pocket. Get in that car and we're going to go. Like, it was... <laughs> Well, maybe he tried to do it, but he's so short that she just completely overlooked maybe him. Maybe she didn't see him. I don't know. Um, overlooked I don't, him. I don't know. <laughs> <Thank> <laughs> I don't know. Uh, thank, you, thank you, Chad. So, do you guys think that this was a ripoff of Indiana Jones? No. 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 Not in the least. It also doesn't help that Indiana Jones... It's a much better movie. Well, of course, it's a better, it's a better movie, but Indiana Jones... actually knew Jones, what he was doing. Um, what was 1981 that that one came out? The first one came out? Someone researched it. I got it. Was he still doing, he was, he's still doing Star Wars when he did Indiana Jones? Um, Corny's on it. Anyway, I, I don't think that, uh, the reason why I mentioned it is because in the trivia, it was some people were, or not in the trivia, but like on the message board, people were saying that this is a poor man's Indiana Jones. Um, and I would argue that 81. Yeah, so Indiana one. Jones is 81. So he was doing Indiana Jones in between uh, Return of the Jedi. That's cool. That. Anyway, I just, I don't know. I, the movie had some things that worked, but going back and rewatching, like the, the secret hiding place of that diamond or that <laughs> jewel wasn't that hard. <laughs> you know, like right here in the milky water. Right, like I mean, the only reason why you're not you're sticking your hand in there because you know why that water was that color, right? Okay, Corny, that's I, no. actually I don't. Chad, uh, no. Sam, no. I would assume that it's bat poop. No. Yes, it's guano. And then it's the not water. Guano. Yes, it's. It guano. looks more like it's it's a uh, a chalkery. Right there. Wait, do you mean that kicker from? Uh... Washington Redskins? Uh, Graham Gano. Yeah, no. <laughs> he, he plays for the Panthers now, but yeah. <laughs> Good job. Uh, no, I can see it, Sean. I'll, I'll I think actually, I'll allow I thought it was Guano, which, anyway, whatever. What that, uh, what to go ask Ace Ventura 2. <laughs> they made pottery out of it. Surely they can make booby traps or something. Bumblebee tuna. But like, again, with that, 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 that cat thing, looked like it was made... In 1984, <laughs> so I, I was just so confused. It's Actually, like, oh, sorry. I, when I saw that, 
part of this makes me think of the rundown. Right. And the search for the gato. The gato. Turns yeah. out that that's a better movie than this. Yes, it is actually. But um so it makes me think of that. So well, that was a rabbit, right? They had in their hand. No, it was a cat. Okay, so good. So my my gato thought process kept going after that. I was like, oh, they found the gato after all. Right. And then he smashed it with a rock. Because um, <laughs> the rock was in that movie too. <laughs> oh my that gosh! Great. Oh, no, no, nice. I totally ripped off. Uh, I actually think that actually that's a way better movie. We should do that for this podcast. Is it on Netflix? I think it was a little while ago. Um, it is a good movie. Yeah, we should do that one. Um, best part of the movie. I want your opinion because I have mine. Chad, what's the best part of the movie? The thing that sticks out for you? The thing that sticks out when she's writing the book and she's actually like narrating the story and she was like, and the, this guy killed my, killed my father, raped my sister, and killed my dog. And stole my Bible. <laughs> and stole, and stole, my, stole my Bible. Stole my Bible. Yeah. <laughs> that, that, that really stuck out to me. I don't know if it was just the first gag, but it's like, I, I actually, you know, when she said, and stole my Bible, and I actually laughed out loud at that. I actually forgot about that part. I, was gonna, I should have recorded that. Yeah. Well, not, not mentioned, who was that actress at the beginning? I think that's supposed to be Kathleen Turner. Either that or it's her stunt double. I can't remember. And they never it's really hot. showed the face. Yeah. Um, you know, you, I think you might have, uh, you know, captured that audio of him talking about her dog. <laughs> <laughs> when she I'm shot, glad somebody picked up on that. Oh, you know, when she, uh, when he's like, he, he shot my dog. So she said, I don't think you understand. These boys killed my dog. And that's actually her audio. <laughs> I mean, I've told you. She she's sounded, a man's voice. Yeah. She sounded like a she's man. She's a smoker. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> they recorded early in the morning. Right? Yeah, that's yeah. what it was. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. But before they did that, she then said, If you kill my dog, I swear to God, I swear to God, I'll get really mad. It's been a few weeks. <laughs> we haven't had that in a while. That makes me happy. Um, I'm looking up for your mystery girl. See if I can see her here. Um... A lot of people named Zolo's man. That guy was terrible. He was so dumb. He was like the worst. He was the worst omniscient bad guy ever. I mean, he was just. He was. Well, he had so many opportunities to kill her. I don't understand why he didn't take some of those opportunities. I don't know. He's just. I don't know. He he was a dumb bad guy, and he did dumb things, which was also dumb. I don't know. I just I had a hard time buying him as a colonel. How did you get to colonel? You well, yeah, don't question a man's ability. He gave his left hand yeah to <laughs> to the, to an alligator. I actually in my notes I called he became him became a pro golfer. I called him Colonel Hook after that point. <laughs> Happy Gilmore. Yeah, I see yeah, that. Thanks. I, I don't get it. Happy Gilmore. Um, Chubbs. Chubbs. He lost his hand to an alligator playing golf. We watched that movie for this podcast. The black guy in the movie, the guy who's yeah, teaching Happy, the only black guy in the movie. Right, I'm right here, guys. He a has name. a wooden hand. <laughs> Damn, the my guy name is Cornelius. Oh my gosh, I'm done with you. Danny DeVito? No, Joe Pesci. <laughs> Joe Pesci. Joe Pesci. Joe Pesci. <laughs> I just want you to, for the record, I did not bring that up this time. Yeah. Well, okay, not to be honest, Danny DeVito's in this movie. There's only a matter of time before Joe Pesci was going to show up. <laughs> That's fair. <laughs> <laughs> because they're both the same person, you know, because they're short and Italian, I guess. Oh, oh my gosh. 
Um, and protectors of Italian virginity. Is that what they are, protectors of Italian virginity? Um, I don't have that. <laughs> uh, I don't. But I do have this. You can't keep a good robot down. Uh, oh, bad memories. <laughs> oh, come on. Great show. Great movie. Um, you know, I think if L had shown up in this movie, I think it would have been great. It would have made this movie better. I think about it. Uh, this movie was real tropey, though. Very Tropicana. Um, I wrote down. It's a big trophy, though. Yeah, cat lady, fish out of water. <laughs> but the third world country is so third world. Even the airport is third world. Uh, the thunder had dramatic timing. Omniscient. Yeah, that's what I was talking about. The omniscient bad guy. Like they they couldn't find them. But all of a sudden, they just have some guy who just happens to be on a hill, looking at that hill, and sees the two of them walk by. What? And then. Later on, when they're searching for the the rock, the stone, they just had some dude on a horse with a radio. It's just I'm on a horse. Uh, exactly. They had the old spice guy on a horse. Okay. It was dumb. So, not, but, not to mention, when did the cavalry get tossed into the mix? And who? Who, who, and yeah, who was who, the cavalry? Were they actually the cavalry? Like, were they actually good guys or were they bad guys? I don't know. I tell. I don't. So confused. Other things. Or were they corrupt good guys? Who knows? Uh, Other things. Other questions we never get answered. Does does Ira, the the mustachioed, bald headed dude, does he get caught? What happens to Danny DeVito? Um, I mean, they're actually in the next movie, so maybe if we watch the next movie, we'll find out. But I'm not watching the next movie. Nope, that's a big old can of nope. Yeah, that's a big can of no. Um, I will say this. uh, he just reminds me of an evil Luigi. Waluigi, actually. He does. He's like a Waluigi. A Waluigi. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And, and he acts just as good. Man, he was a bad actor. He drove me crazy. Uh, I, I caught some of his dialogue, but very little in the recording. Um, I did capture this because it was hilarious. This is Irwin. Why won't you take the elevator? Oh, Pumpkin, I never get in an elevator alone. You know, rapist. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm I, I I believe that old people are in movies for two reasons. They're either there to offer us guidance or to say funny things like that. You know? Indeed. And and in most in Betty White's case, she does both. She's there to offer us guidance and then say things like, if I had a dick, I'd tell you to suck it. You know? because um, wow. yes. She said that in Lake Placid. Yes. Yes. All right, we're going to take that word placid. We're going to put it in a box. <laughs> that's not the right word. <laughs> no, placid, not placid. Oh, my bad, placid, my bad. Yeah, there's uh, things that happen there. Um, Actually, you know what I was thinking? If uh, yes. Kathleen Turner had just uh, done the Taken speech whenever she got the phone call. Oh, my God. I, I don't know who you are. I don't, I don't know what you want. If you're looking for money, I can tell you I don't have any. But what I do have is a book. A book with stories in it. And I will write one about you. That's right. And I will make you naked for eternity. Wait, we've just crossed this all over the place. Um, I thought her sister was real dumb trying to be discreet in a Shelby Cobra. <laughs> Bright ass red. We're in third world and country. And the little kid stole the kid it. Gets oh, a bola. It. He had a bola. Who has a bola? Jeez, Corny. Wait, wait. Sorry, that's really loud. I'm sorry. Yeah. <laughs> Corny got a little excited with that... Uh, uh, Ebola. Ebola. Yeah, hit Ebola. <laughs> yeah, he's just sitting there swinging this thing, and clearly he knew that he was supposed to kidnap her when she came out. So he hits her with a rock, knocks her out. What if he missed? And it's like, I mean, like they're all the bad guys' plans are boiled down to this kid hitting her with a rock in the head. 
Like if he missed and knocking her out. Right, and knocking her out. What if he hit her and she's just like, ow, you jerk? <laughs> that really hurt. He's, he's highly trained. Who throws a shoe? Really? <laughs> Thank you. Back to Ace Ventura. Yeah. Or not Ace Ventura. Uh, Austin, Austin Powers. Powers. Austin Powers, yeah. Um, I think giving Sam a camera was a really bad idea because <laughs> Sam has now spent the majority of this podcast not actually participating in the podcast, but trying to make me laugh. Um, <laughs> and so... It's making me laugh. <laughs> I guess it's working then. I just thought that was real dumb. Yep, I got to sneak around town in my my big sunglasses and hat in a Shelby Cobra. You know, anyway. Well, if you had access to a Shelby Cobra, wouldn't you? Uh... Uh, heck yeah, I'd drive that thing everywhere. But I'm not sneaking around Gastonia in a Shelby Cobra. They're, they're corny car- drives a 2014 orange Dodge Charger. There are only two of them in three-county area. There are only freaking two of those orange cars in three counties, and we all know that one of them belongs to Corny. So it's like, if you're going to try to be discreet, buy that car that freaking Danny DeVito was driving, you know? Then Two-cylinder. Yeah, a little two-cylinder yellow thing that... Did you notice that it had windows, like the windows on the side were always open so you could stick your arm out to open the door from the outside. Yes. Like, they couldn't figure out a way to make the mechanism on the inside work. That's that's a car I want. Wasn't that the same car from the Born Identity just drove downstairs? No, he, that was a, that was a Mini, Mini Cooper. Cooper. He drove the hell out of that Mini Cooper. Yeah, he did. Uh, campfire out of marijuana. Sounds like an awesome way to make a day uh, go by. The only way it could have been better the if they would have had s'mores. Mmm. <laughs> I'm tired of these snakes on this plane. Oh, plane's down. All right, we're good. We're good. Um, the more proof that she's a fish out of water. Listen to me. You get bus sick, seasick, plane sick, train sick. You practically puke riding on the escalator. Bloomingdale's, for God's sake. Well, a lot of people get sick in department stores. Uh-huh. <laughs> That's just bad. It's just you can't see me, but I'm shaking my head as well. I believe I, believe. No, I, believe. I can feel that. I think we all can tell that. Ooh, even the listening <laughs> audience can tell that you're shaking your head. Um, though I did like this little bit here. They're mobilizing for Iwo Jima here. Do they know who you are? Oh, oh, what do you think? I'm, I'm going up and introducing myself to every cop in the Pueblo. <laughs> yep, Danny DeVito, love him being weird and saying things. Um, so when did he turn into uh, Howard, uh, Howard Wallowitz's uh, mom? <laughs> he did sound like her. <laughs> oh, my gosh, that's great. Howard! Howard! Yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. Why don't you guys come over for a nice brisket? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> that's actually great. Um, what is that right? Oh, How'd you like the uh, product placement? Okay, so we got a Bloomingdale's, we got okay. the American Express, and we were in the middle of nowhere e- Egypt. No, we're Columbia. in the middle of nowhere Colombia. <laughs> I was thinking of BFE. We're in the middle of nowhere uh, Colombia, and there's a Pepsi sign on some building. Of course. I just thought that was weird. Sam? Taste born in the Carolinas. You there? Yeah, I'm here. Can you hear me? Uh, no. I like we can barely hear you. You sound like you literally sound like you're a hundred feet away from your microphone. I am here. <laughs> okay. Can you hear me? Barely. Like barely. Like, like hello. 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 
That's really not helpful. Okay. Um, <laughs> when have I ever been helpful, Opie? Yeah. That's very true. <laughs> it seems, it does seem, it does uh, seem like that you're trying to continuously sabotage your own podcast. Uh, I mean, this was your idea after all. Yeah. Let's remember that. So I guess that gives you the right to, to F it up, I guess. Um, this was funny. <laughs> That field was covered. I wanted to show you this other field. Oh, I didn't get to finish what we were doing. So, Corny, what's your favorite part of the movie? <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> like, we, wow, we just went way the hell away from that. Um, gosh, it, oh, okay, so my favorite part of the movie, all right, has to be the sequence in which, all right, so uh, Dude McNohand um, is trying to stab uh, Kathleen Manface and, uh, <laughs> Did you just call her Kathleen Manface? <laughs> oh, that's way worse than anything I said. <laughs> so he's trying to stab her, and so uh, she she take she she gets a hold of the uh, e old block of wood, hits the guy. Uh, First, she burns him with his own oh, so cigar. Takes his own cigar, burns him with it, then hits him with a piece of wood, who then falls into the lamp, the one random oil lantern, burst into flames. And then he falls into a pill of alligators. Worst day ever. Right? <laughs> Look at them choppers. Right, them snappers. Snappers. Yeah. What about you, Sam? Um, I got to go. Uh, I, I, when the, all right, let me collect my thoughts. The first scene, English, uh, the cowboy scene, mm-hmm. I thought was interesting. And, and that really got my hopes up for the rest of the movie. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, but um, I kind of. Believe it or not, when he showed up, as cheesy as it was, when he showed up with the yacht and the alligator boots, right. that I actually laughed at that. Yeah. I, it's the dumbest way possible for them to meet. But, uh, you know, who really drives a yacht through New York? Yeah. How, they were, New York City. It's con- it was super convenient. There's no overhead power lines. Yeah. And it was also the least amount of traffic I have ever seen in New York. <laughs> Yeah, so that Except would be. For, uh, I had fun with those scenes, but really, it's hard to come up with. My my favorite scene has always been with this movie, is oh, that's just my little mule, Pepe, and then that whole chase scene, for whatever reason, makes me laugh. He like, oh, I don't want to run over my favorite pig, and then runs over a chicken, and then Lupe's escape, where he does the thing with the bridge, and then he crashes. Like that whole scene was hilarious, and for forever. That's the truck that I wanted to be my first truck. Really? I wanted an 82 Ford Bronco pickup truck. That's what I wanted. And uh, sadly, it never happened. Oh. But, but you got a Jeep. I did have a Jeep for a while, and I loved it dearly. That's all that matters. That's right. Um, I love but uh, Yeah. And he, Little Pepe is also fireproof, which is great. <laughs> uh, this happened, and it was funny. Look, so don't give me any of your crap. You gutless wonder. You have been an embarrassment to me and the whole family ever since you were born. And one more thing, I Yeah. You are the luckiest son of a bitch that ever walked the face of the earth. She's here. She's there. She's right here. She's coming right toward the phone booth. She's with some guy. How do I know? She likes guys. So do you, muddy con. <laughs> Yeah, I thought he was one of the better parts of the scene, the movie. I bet you he probably just ad-libbed a bunch of his stuff. 
Um, Sam, I don't know if you ever... I'm going kind of um, old school here. Corny and I played Tetris Attack a lot in college. Yes. Chad, did you ever play that? Uh, yeah. Yeah. Okay. I actually remember playing with you when you and Sam, uh, when you and Chris got drunk and beat the crap out of me, and I got so pissed. Yeah, yeah. that was hilarious. I was yeah. there for that. Yeah. Sam, have you ever played Tetris Attack? I don't think so. It's a Unless super. I played it at chat. Did I play it at your house, Chad? No, that's that Mario, uh, Doctor Mario thing. Right. It's kind of similar. Anyway, the reason why I bring it up is that we're watching this movie, and my wife was downstairs reading a book, and this music happens, and she goes, I feel like we're playing Tetris Attack. And I'm like, oh, my God, you're right. So I just captured, captured a few seconds of it. But Corny and Chad, you'll appreciate this. And those of you listening at home, if you've never played Tetris Attack for Super Nintendo, it's actually a lot of fun. If you have, then enjoy the memories. <laughs> Oh my god, it is. Wait, is this the uh, dance thing? Yeah, it's when we get ready to dance. Arr. Arr. Exactly, Arr. yeah, exactly. <laughs> oh my god, that's, rip, 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 rip it. that's right, man. Um, But. <laughs> That that music is horrendous. And I don't I don't know why, but I think it. I thought the soundtrack. I thought Alan Silvestri. Um, I I think he he phoned it in on this. It was terrible. Absolutely, it was just it vomiting was so, music all over the place. It was so bad. In fact, there's a scene at the very beginning of the movie. If I could find the cord to plug it in my iPad, I'd, I'd let you hear it, but um, I can't. Anyway, I actually thought we were going to watch Back to the Future because the, the, the sound was very similar to Back to the Future. Mm-hmm. And then the rest of the movie happened. <laughs> Why is the sound so bad, Obi? The sound or the soundtrack? The sound? The sound. I don't know. Like, there, there are times where it's just way too much background. and yeah. not a... well, and the, the, the one scene that bothered me especially is when they're yelling at each other across the rushing mm-hmm. creek. And I'm like, there's no way they could even hear each other in real life. Well, I know that, but you have to have the you have to have the dialogue. That's not yeah. bad, sad sound editing. That's just, you know, you're you're, you're trying to Poor storytelling. Well, yeah, you're you're trying to 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 create a scene. You know, she he she has to trust him on the fact that he's going to come do this thing, and he shouldn't have. She just left. Um. So I I, I get the point, but. There were some other things that I thought were real bad, but we've seen some movies that were way worse than this. Like, I can't think of anything off the top of my head right now, but, I mean, we've seen some... I mean, especially in the 80s, just the 70s and 80s, they just... They didn't... They didn't know how to record sound very well. I don't know why. Just Like the Honey Badger. (laughs) (laughs) What? They're like the Honey Badger. They don't give... It just takes and takes. Well, no, they, they don't give... Have you never seen that? What the honey badger. the honey badger clip on YouTube? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. They yeah. just don't. Is that they, the badger, try- badger, 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 badger. Is that that thing? No, it's the one where the honey badger doesn't give a. Oh, like, he's he, oh, he trying not to get rooster tailed. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and then this last bit happened, which is hilarious for very many, for lots of reasons. Now move it before Batman comes home. <laughs> <laughs> I did laugh there. Yeah. Because he was in Batman. <laughs> He's the penguin. That's right. So um, when did that movie come out? Uh, 91, 92. Yeah, the first one was 89. Was it all the way in 92? Yeah, the first one was in 89. 
So it would have been 92, 91, 92, something like that. Yeah, I want to say 92. Uh, other real quick things before I end here. Good thing that cars float. Um, <laughs> to, oh, yes. Use the old fold the map to see other things trick. <laughs> and that dude had uh, baseball player light reflexes. Are you kidding me, Zolo? He caught that rock falling out of the air. He caught a knife coming at his face. He was good. Maybe, maybe he was a baseball player. Oh, maybe only he couldn't. He do was a ninja. Was, he couldn't uh, sub. Uh, well, he couldn't subdue that woman that he was on top of. But whatever. <laughs> whoa, whoa, whoa. Yeah, whoa, Wait, what? He, he was on top of her. He saw it for a while. Uh, yeah. Well, he did. He was missing a hand and. Well, that, that, that is blood loss. And she blood did, loss, and yeah. she did like hit him in the stump with that stick. So I mean, I don't blame him for being in pain. I will Shia LaBeouf can do it. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh! Shia LaBeouf from Shia LaBeouf. Um, <laughs> but you know what? Isn't Shia LaBeouf Audible.com? They're awesome. Um, they sponsor this program. You can get a free audiobook and a 30-day free trial at audibletrial.com slash reviews. Go check them out. They're great. Blast through some trivia. There wasn't really a whole lot of good trivia, so I made some up. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> um, <laughs> studio executives were so sure that this movie would flop that Robert Zemeckis was preemptively fired from directing Cocoon. It turned out to be such a success, this movie was shot on a $10 million budget and made seventy-five. So, it's some bitch. Not bad for '84. Um, Ten million dollars. Wow. Yeah, you also have to think too, though. I mean, seventy-five million dollars in 1984, going up against the 1984 list of films. World you know, so like, <laughs> what? <laughs> Are you just reading things out loud now? <laughs> World Series. Snorkel. Snorkel. I can do that too. Clamshade. <laughs> Sam. <laughs> He hasn't learned how to read without using his mouth yet. Um, anyway, it turned out to be such a success that Zemeckis was able to go forward on his own project, Back to the Future. Thank um, goodness. So if this movie didn't happen, we didn't have Back to the Future. Basically, yeah. Wow. So be thankful. But if we had back, but but it would would about, I was going to try and do some time <laughs> travel thing, and I just kind of screwed it all up. I'm okay, sorry. Chad. Well, maybe, maybe you were going to, but Future Chad came back, slapped you, and then... <laughs> yes, that's exactly what happened. Yeah. Uh, reports of kidnappings in Colombia forced location shoots to be done in Mexico. That, oh! <laughs> it's so funny that, that, that there's probably irony there, but it's so funny. That piece of trivia was in the trivia section four different times. And it was oh. all it was all reworded. So it was like they were supposed <laughs> to shoot in Colombia, but due to kidnapping of Americans, they shot in Mexico. Due to high, uh, as a result of high, uh, re, you know, recent uh, American kidnappings, they were forced to film in Peru. Like they was literally in there like four or five times. So was it Mexican, Mexico, or Peru? Uh, I think well, I didn't look at the recording uh, or the shooting locations. Maybe both. Um. Actress Kathleen Turner once said with working director Robert Zemeckis, I remember terrible arguments. 
<laughs> oh, that was mean. See what you did there. Uh, I remember terrible arguments with Zemeckis doing romancing. He is a film school grad fascinated by cameras and effects. I never felt that he knew what I was having to go th- to, to do to adjust my acting to some of his damn cameras. Sometimes yeah, he puts you in a ridiculous posture, and I'd say, this is not helping me. This is not the way I like to work. Thank you. All right, there you go. <laughs> I said good day, sir. I say good day, sir. According to Kathleen Turner's memoirs, Michael Douglas originally offered the role of Joan to Deborah Winger. They met at a Mexican restaurant to discuss it, but according to Douglas, she bit him and she didn't get the part. What exactly was he doing to get bit? I, that's no, what I want to know. It's like, uh, there's more to this story. I want to know. That's such a weird like he, thing. Like he goes to uh, get his water, she bites him. No, what, what, no. Right, yeah, did he go for the last chip in the basket and she bit him? It seems so weird. Uh, Corny, I picked this trivia only for you um, because, well, we all know why. Both Sylvester Stallone and Christopher Reeve turned down the role of Jack T. Colton before Michael Douglas accepted the part. So did Christopher Reeve turn it down before or after? Oh, too, too, too soon. Oh, oh okay. Yeah. Before or after what? Superman? Is that what you're going to say? It would be after yeah. Superman. Yeah. Uh, oh, I thought you meant before or after he was paralyzed. That's what he was going for. I was trying to save Chad. I did okay. the movie down. Uh, I, I generally like to, to throw Chad to the wolves. I know. Uh, speaking of wolves, I, uh, I, uh, I killed a bunch when I was uh, in the jungle. It, uh, it's Rambo. It was uh, good stuff. Okay. Well, <laughs> Thanks, <bad>. John. <laughs> there you go. Soundtrack great. I thought it was terrible. That's all yes. I'm going to say. <laughs> wow. Yes. Not, not even a clever... Uh, T, uh, what, is t- what does the T stand for? Terrible. There you go. That's what it is. That's quite possibly the worst soundtrack that was should have been good. In our list. Yeah, I mean, there's. Uh, you look at Alan Silvestri and go, oh, yeah, that should be good. Yeah. That's the guy that just did Avengers. Like, I know, I know. But still, even Hans Zimmer had some shite before he got. Before he did Crimson Tide. Go back and watch movies like Drop Zone or. <laughs> I can't think of anything else. And where. The soundtrack is is truly terrible. Heck, even t- even Days of Thunder, I didn't think the soundtrack was very whoa, good. Whoa, easy. I know Stuart's gonna come and slam yeah, me. Yeah, he's gonna come after you. But like, the card just pulled up. Are you kidding me? Right. <laughs> <laughs> but he, I, I didn't think it was a very good soundtrack. I thought like the like the score is not very good. The soundtrack is fine, but the score is not very good. Um, that's it. What did we learn? Well, we learned that 1980s-looking cat doll things are a good place to hide your precious gem thing. So, speaking of gems, that thing, was it kryptonite? Because it had a glow. Yes, it glowed. Oh, the, the other thing I thought was really strange is, and it might have been, because I was watching this on my TV downstairs, but the gem, it looked fake. Yeah, it really Oh, did. yeah. It almost looked like that they had some just... This is going to sound dumb, but it looked like a green-screened item. Yes, like absolutely. they were. Well, the thing that they were holding was just a green-screened shape of that rock, and then they quote unquote digitally added in the diamond sh- shape sparkliness to it. At ten million dollar budget, that didn't happen. They didn't. That didn't happen. But that's the way my my TV presented it for some reason. I don't really know why. No, my computer did the same thing. Too. I mean, it just looks super fake. It looked weird. It did look super fake. Um, that's it, right? Um, 
Yeah. Also, I learned mm-hmm. that if you put your big stone in your pants and then the bad guy decides he's going to hit you in the nuts, it will protect you like a cup. Instead of just yep. also using that to impact the jewels, as it were. Ah, <laughs> uh, We are doing our top three, and the top three is Michael Douglas films. Chad? Yay, Michael Douglas films. Um, I'm going to go with... Uh, where's my list? There's my <laughs> list. Okay. Um, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to break our rule. All right. Um, because I, one of my favorite Michael Douglas films is um, Ghost in the Darkness. Okay. Well, we're not um, watching it this week. I, I could... I can let you do that. Oh, okay. <laughs> well, I'll allow it. So yeah, it's yeah, yeah. Sam, you have zero say in what happens anyway, so it's it's up to Chad. Um, and to be honest, I really haven't seen a lot more of his films. <laughs> um, not uh, just saying. Um, so we're gonna skip number two. Oh, <laughs> uh, so. Um, <laughs> I'm sorry. It's okay. Please continue. This is awesome. Um, <laughs> you're gonna, sorry. So, so you have no number two. I have no number two, but number one is uh, American <laughs> President. Okay. Um, I really liked him in that film. He, he come across as a really good president. You'd vote for him? Yeah, I really like. I'd probably vote for him. Yeah. Thanks, Obama. <laughs> <laughs> now the chick in that film, I probably wouldn't vote for. Uh, she has kind of like the militant dyke haircut going on. Ooh, you know who you know who their daughter was, right? An American president. Mm-hmm. Oh, you ra- uh, you ran into her. Sometime. I did. Shauna Waldron. She played Icebox in the um, um, Little the Little Giants movie. She was on the pilot of this terrible TV show I did. So, and Skype <laughs> crashed. Three times in one episode. And Skype crashed. <laughs> it just kind of sounds like a Bond movie, doesn't it? Skype crashed. Skype crashed. Your computer gets smashed. <laughs> <laughs> I think we should read out other people at random. <laughs> nice. Oh, wow. He won't even let me call Chad. Okay. All right. So I don't even remember, remember what just happened, but something happened. Oh, I do have a number two. Oh, good. One flew over the cuckoo's nest. Okay. Was he in that? Yeah. <laughs> Did you ask him if he was in that? And that's all the Michael Douglas films I've seen. Oh. So there you go. Well, good for you, man. All right, uh... So, uh, Cornelius, uh, what, uh, what other movies have you watched? <laughs> oh, thanks. Wait, 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 are you thanks doing, uh, are you doing, uh, the, your Stallone impression or your, uh, Vin Diesel impression? I am Groot. There you go. Nice. <laughs> that was the same. Um, <laughs> okay, sure. <laughs> um, uh, Corny, your top three Michael Douglas films. All right, um. Jeez, uh, 
Why am I not looking? Um, <laughs> all right, so um, I'm going to have to doubly break uh, our rule because I've only seen three movies and we've done two of them. Yep. Um, <laughs> I'm the same way. <laughs> the Ghost in the Darkness. Yep. Uh, let's see. And then Remaking <laughs> the Stone because that's the only other. Sorry. <laughs> and then the other one was um, uh, uh, Basic Instinct. Basic Instinct, yeah. Yeah. Yep. I bet he was romancing her stone. Yeah, he was. Because it was Sharon's stone in the movie. Yeah, look at that. Nice. Uh, Sam. All right. I've got a uh, an honorable mention going to Ant-Man because that's going to be awesome. You get out. an honorable mention in a movie that hasn't come out yet. <laughs> um, I'm not allowing that. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. Suck it, Sam. Overruled. Like, uh, <laughs> oh, I'm pretty sure What's-His-Face is going to be great in that movie. When's it come out? In 12 years. Yes. Um, my number three is The Game. Okay. Where he has to go through all that crap. Uh, my number two is we a made-for-TV... None of us have seen it, so we believe you. Yeah. You've never seen... You haven't seen The Game? None of us have seen it. We've only seen, like, three Michael Douglas movies. Oh, my gosh. The game's <laughs> awesome. Um, another one... The next one's made-for-TV, Behind the... Co- uh, I mentioned it before, Behind the Candelabra. Um, it's like a train wreck. You have to just keep watching. It's just... they. Matt Damon and Michael Douglas are so good Matt in their Damon. roles, you cannot stop watching it. It's almost sick. I'm sorry, I will not watch anything with Matt Damon unless he's punching people repeatedly. Oh, no, no. You see, you see Matt Damon in pretty much nothing in this movie, along with Michael Douglas, even if Michael Douglas is bald in the movie. Right. So, And, of course, number one, Ghost in the Darkness. How can we not, uh, not put that on there? Yeah, so... Uh, yeah, I have seen The American President, but I don't remember much of it. I also just realized that I've seen parts of Disclosure with him and Demi Moore, and it is a computer specialist is sued for sexual harassment by a former lover turned boss who initiated the act forcefully. Which, and he's the one that's being Yeah, yeah, harassed. she she does it. She does the nasty to him, but then that that I've, I've actually seen that I remember uh, and Ghost in the Darkness will be my number one because he's gross and dirty and scary, and I like it when he says, because I am the devil. So, because I kind of think he actually is. He and Al Pacino can flip a coin for whoever is the, the most evil. Um, and there you go. That's it. Um, no Angry Scotsman, no email. Oh. That's okay. Uh, but that's okay. We just we appreciate you listening uh, at home. And wherever you. you may be. Uh, especially in Canada. Yeah. Yeah, you especially, know, we know who you are. Yeah, we know. You over there. In... Google does have translate for Canadian. <laughs> so. oh, please don't listen to Sam and, and continue to listen to the <laughs> One star reviews from Canada. Our people to our great nor- like north. Yeah. Actually, I don't know. What, would they actually give us a one star review? They might give us like four and be like, oh, you guys. Are... Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> if, if they do give a one star review, it'll be followed up by, Sorry. Yeah, and four donuts or something. And there, there. Now we've gotten our one star review <laughs> and a gift certificate to Tim Hortons. <laughs> Seriously, Tim Hortons is like a like a real deal because one of my student employees is from Canada, and he was like, "No, that's real. That's like, like that's what is a, Tim Hortons? It's a restaurant. Here's Did a, he direct like, uh, Nightmare Fair before Christmas? Uh, no, that Burton. was that was uh, Horton. Here's a who. And Tim oh, Burton okay. hears Tim Burton. It's kind of like stream. a Bob Evans, right? No. <laughs> That's your dad. Isn't what it? does your dad have to do with this? Yeah, no, it, it actually <laughs> my is, uncle. It, it, get it right, damn it! It, it actually is a, like a Dunkin' Donuts. Oh, okay. Like, really, I thought it was clothing. No, what? Why? 
I don't know. Even I always in thought How I Met Your Mother, they he has a, a a food tray from every Tim Hortons. Oh yeah, I remember that episode. I thought maybe they had a cafeteria or something. <laughs> it could be like an IKEA. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> wow, okay. We sell food and food. That's the, uh, do the interesting. Eat, but you can't do both at the, the same Thank time. Uh, yeah, the diversity or something. Um, so yeah, there you go. Um, none of us are winners for this episode. Oh no, no I agree. <laughs> because it's this episode. Um, <laughs> we are watching next week. We are watching the core, the two, <laughs> the two thousand three Aaron Eckhart epic movie that. Spoiler alert, they have to go to the core and do something. big-ass apple. They go to New York. They go to New York. It's the sequel to James and the Giant Peach. Actually, what it is is the anti-Armageddon. Think about that as you guys watch it. It's the anti-Armageddon. Everything Armageddon does, they do opposite. Okay. Oh, I'm I'm, I'm, IMDBing it right now. I'm... Uh, cautiously optimistic. It, no, don't be. No, this, don't. This is going to be a good. <laughs> oh, wait. I, this Never is going to be another one of those episodes where it'll be more fun for us to talk about than actually watch. Hey, you know what? <laughs> and I do believe there's some sesame cake eating in this. Uh, <laughs> he, it, Delroy Lindo is in this movie. Nice. And so is DJ Qualls. Yes. He uh, he runs the internet. <laughs> Let's think about that for a second. He, he is, in fact. Uh, he literally runs the internet while what? playing Pong. Anyway, I don't want to give you more about this movie. Oh, by I'm, the way, do you want uh, free long distance? Yeah, I can do that. Yeah, I just blow into your phone. Anyway. Oh, it's and Sean, is it a possibility we might be watching uh, Ultron for the CSR? Uh, before next one? Not before Not next, next one, but the one after. Oh, you mean like just do a spoiler episode for Ultron? Yeah. We can do that. Oh. Oh. Yeah, we can do that. We can spoil the hell yeah. out of that movie. Um, sure. Yeah, I'm down with that. I'm going to do something terrible with that movie. Mm. Um. There you go. Like so leave, just for those who might be thinking about going to see I it, take it like, out and leave it. Like yeah, say so like leave, leave leave the milk out overnight. Yeah, just spoil <laughs> the hell out of it. Um. Okay, I'm good with that. Sounds fun. This is on the fly decision making. On the Marty McFly. Oh. Oh. <laughs> uh, out of ten, <laughs> Chad. Um, Six. No. <laughs> <laughs> We have any listeners at all <laughs> beyond my comprehension. Sorry, I'm sorry, Sean. No, no, you're done. You're good. Chat, corny. Oh, nothing, yeah. nothing I could say at this point would be any funnier than what just happened. No, no, you're. <laughs> I, I'd give it a six too, but damn. Okay. Sam, I'm gonna give it a four and a half. All right. I didn't like it. Four and a half uh, crocodile boots that were really <laughs> alligators. Oh, okay. But they had good snappers. Good snappers. It um, made me laugh, and after we got to talking about it, I, could, I changed. I was always going to give it a five, but uh, six, six. Uh, I'm going to say six point five, only because of the little Pepe. Um, <laughs> I just like that truck for some reason. Um, so there you go. Thanks for listening, guys uh, and gals. If uh, if you're if still, you're still with us, thank you for yeah, uh, putting you, up. With if us. you've made it through this far, we appreciate it. Um, there you go. Like I said, we're doing the core next week. Real quick, 
I watched. Actually, tell you what, I'm going to do this. Um, I'm going to stop that for just half a second. Thanks, man. I want to watch. I want to talk about this for just real quick. Have you guys been watching anything? Clearly, Chad's been watching Game of Thrones. Yeah. Other well, than we, uh, we've all watched Daredevil, right? Oh, not all the way through. I've only seen one more episode. I've seen two episodes, and it's awesome. Oh, man. Same here. Out of the nine episodes I've seen, I've liked eight out of nine. That's good. Um, Because you're not American. I watched Maleficent this weekend, which I thought was weird. um, Because we've taken Disney's greatest villain and made it totally justifiable of her actions. Um, Well, she's a dragon. I mean, she's she's not a dragon. She, she is in the cartoon, and, but not in this she's, movie. She's well, not, she's not the wrong. dragon. It's non-canon. Uh, well, Disney produced it, so they're saying it is non-handgun too, um, or knife. <laughs> That's not a knife. This, this is a knife. knife. There's your crocodile oh, to you. Um, <laughs> crocodile. I watched Maleficent. Uh, Interstellar. Oh, yeah. Also this weekend. Also known as really silent movie. Also known as really, really long Matthew McConaughey doing weird things. <laughs> uh, great soundtrack. I didn't really... Is it... What? Soundtrack's amazing. The movie. soundtrack was really, really good. Ah. The rest of the movie, whatever. I just... Whatever. I wasn't blown away like I was expecting to. And the weird part that happened about two-thirds of the way through the movie completely ruined everything for me. And then, but the movie that I loved this weekend was The Imitation Game with Benedict Cumberbatch. Oh my God, it was so good. I highly recommend it. It's in on Redbox. Go watch it right now. It was so good. And I learned something. We're going to get real for half a second, if that's okay with you, Sam. Um, I always have to ask I'll, your permission. I'll take out my fake eyes. Well, no, yeah, thanks. Um, in the movie, the, the, I'm not going to give anything away, even though this movie is based on real history. It was illegal. Okay, before I even say this, let me make sure I'm being very perfectly clear. The United States history is not great by any stretch of the imagination. I'm not saying that. I'm not saying on my high horse that you English people and your dumb rules. What I'm saying is the English had a really dumb law, but we had a lot of dumb ones too. That, that disclaimer had gotten out of the way. It was illegal from the 1880s, 18-whatevers, to 1950s, to 1960, it was illegal to be gay. And the main character of the movie is prosecuted for being gay and is given two options. You can either go to jail or you can have hormone therapy and be castrated. Oh. And it, it, the, the movie is great. It's really, truly a great movie, and Benedict Cumberbatch plays, essentially, he's playing Sheldon Cooper. He Slightly Asperger's, socially awkward, doesn't pick up on, you know, social normalities. Sherlock, and possibly? Not really Sherlock, because Sherlock isn't necessarily Asperger's. Sherlock is high function, high-functioning sociopath. You know, it's a little different, but... So it's not like he's playing Sherlock in this. He's he literally is kind of playing like a Sheldon Cooper. Uh, so anyway, good movie. Go watch it. I highly recommend it. Anybody else? Things? I, I'm, Just I'm, Daredevil. <laughs> I'm also watching Red versus Blue. You've been watching that uh, for ten uh, years, though. I know. Actually, it's been awesome. <laughs> yeah. Good. Still good. It's all oh, very, very much. It's actually, actually, actually uh, is really entertaining now. Not just silly, but. Like a legitimate movie, if this were made, would be uh, actually something very fun to see. Fun, cool. 
saw that they're making another. Oh, one. and uh, I installed a muffin button this weekend. Awesome. Is it on your Sweet. Char- on your charger? It is on my charger. Perfect. Nice. All right. Um, we'll finish up with this now. That's it. So yeah, like I said, we're doing the core, and it's gonna be great. Um, thanks again for you guys listening at home. Uh, thanks to our sponsors, Audible.com and iTunes. Please feel free to send us an email. Email dot email dot com. That's not a thing. To Email to CheapSeatReviews at gmail.com. Please check out our website, CheapSeatReviews.com. You may like us on Facebook. Comment, chat, whatever. We like like your uh, interaction. Uh, Facebook.com slash CheapSeatReviews. Follow us on Twitter at CheapSeatCast. You may follow me at Sean J. Allred, uh, at Suniji16 for Sam, at JohnnyDarko16, and at Chad needs to get a Twitter account. Maestro Evans. Maestro Evans. I'm going to put that in the script right now. Um, uh, yeah, so that's it. So on behalf of Chad, Sam with his new computer and camera being extremely inappropriate as I do the outro. This is Sean saying goodnight. Thanks for listening. Uh, go Canada. And there you go. Now there's this weird clicking noise during the outro.